Fans, welcome to the latest edition of 5 Impactful Minutes at Free Admission for Real at www.freeadmissionfr.com, also on iTunes. My name is JP Nichols, fresh out of the Impact Zone, actually, unlike last week where I was at NXT, also unlike last week where we had a very, very terrible edition of Impact, this week was actually pretty good, so let's get right into it. We opened up the show with Austin Aries coming out and talking about Aces and Eights attacking him last week. Now, it took six of them to injure his arm, but they made two vital mistakes in their attack. The fact that, well, it's not medically cleared to wrestle, he's still able to fight. And then the second mistake that they made was that they attacked his right hand, but he's left-handed, so he can still take them on. Hulk Hogan and Sting came out to the stage, and Hogan was trying to tell Aries to calm down and whatnot, that he will have his back in the event that he does try everything. And Aries said that he just wants to be able to fight them. The Aces and Eights came on the screen where they were all drinking beer together and making jokes, and thank Hogan for giving them the chance to speak and said that they will see, uh, see everybody later on. ODB talked on the phone with Eric Young. She threatened to uh, leave him if uh, he did not call her back and how she, quote-unquote, still wants her fried chicken. I'm not making this up at all, I swear. She uh, was apparently giving him until ne next week to get in touch with her. We then had our first of three Bound for Glory series matches of the night in Rob Van Dam versus James Storm, which was actually a pretty good match. Um, the first half of it was sort of slow, but from what, what I can tell when it came back from commercial break, it really, really picked up significantly. RVD like, took some insanely nasty stuff towards the end, in particular a very nasty DDT, one of the nastier DDTs I can recall in quite some time. Finish was actually pretty good, too. It was... Uh, Shortly after RVD had executed a monkey flip on the Storm, he was going to go for another one, but Storm managed to catch him midair with a super kick and managed to get the pinfall 1 2 3. So Storm advanced in the Battle for Glory series, further advancing his lead at the top. And then we then moved on to Madison Rain coming to the ring, talking about how she wanted to get her rematch. But ODB came out and said and said that Madison would be facing her tonight. So this is our second match, and we it ended at about 30 seconds after ODB had hit Madison with a TKO. Then Eric Young came out wearing a suit and carrying a bucket of fried chicken and a mini keg of beer. ODB was eating some chicken, and then she had asked where her husband has been, uh, where is her husband in general, considering that this is not the man that she married, due to the fact that He's now in a suit and whatnot. He had gone to Hollywood and gotten famous. And so, all this, it just ended up with Eric Young stripping down to his underwear in typical Eric Young fashion, and then to embraced. And that was the end of that. We then had gotten uh, El Snow, Bruce Pritchard, and Taz talking backstage about Chris Louie's gut check match, which they all pretty much agreed that he did not do very well. Also backstage, we had Sting and Hulk Hogan uh, talking about Aces and Aids until Kazarian and Christopher Daniels came out. Christopher Daniels looking sensationally fantastic in the shades, a scarf, and an X-Men t-shirt, also carrying Appletini. And they were uh, joking on Sting and Hogan, including Kazarian calling Sting Heath, which I thought was particularly hilarious. But it ended up with Hulk Hogan saying how he had no idea how the uh, two of them were still representing the company under his uh, tenure as general manager. So next week on Impact, he's going to have the two of them defend the tag titles against two unnamed opponents. I'm assuming it'll just be Chavo and Hernandez, but perhaps Hogan can bring back the Nasty Boys, which I'm sure would make a lot of people happy. We then 
had the Bound for, uh, second Bound for Glory series match in AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, which was a bit shorter than I expected, honestly. What about nine minutes, I would say? Which, for these two, obviously, is pretty concise in comparison to what they usually do. They These two always usually go a very long time. It was also a bit more methodical than I expected. The two of them were using a lot more technical wrestling in their arsenal. Particularly AJ, he was uh, going for uh, arm bars significantly throughout the match and cross arm breakers, which ended up uh, being his downfall as he actually went for one towards the end of the match and Joe was able to revert into a counter roll-up for the pinfall, 1-2-3, further advancing him into second place and getting the seven points. And I believe that this may have knocked AJ out of contention for the Bound for Glory series depending on the results next week, which I will get into later. We then had the Chris Louis gut check result which essentially Taz said that uh, uh, TNA is far above Louis right now and Pritchard uh, said the same thing and that he didn't didn't uh, he didn't feel like Chris Louis had any gut and gut check and both of them gave him the no so uh, uh, that just else uh, knows opinion wasn't even necessary and Chris Louis was in fact not signed and then as the three of them were going to leave Joey Ryan was at ringside with a mic, uh, a, a megaphone, excuse me, in hand, calling a gut check a farce and call all three of them stooges. He grabbed a fan's drink and threw it in Al Snow's face and ran his way out of the impact zone. So, this is just like an inevitably long build to what will likely be Al Snow and Joey Ryan at Bound for Glory. Uh, we had Joe Park in the back with Hogan and Sting. Joe Park was talking about how he can help with aces and eights, and he's done some research and has discovered all the laws that they have broken, and he wants to investigate them, and Hogan agrees, but Sting reminds him to keep KFAB, quote-unquote. <laughs> we then, uh, we actually, I believe around this point, they had actually showed some shots of uh, a lot of the Bellator fighters who were actually in attendance at Impact, including Paul Daly, who, I have to say, live at the show, all of them seemed to have a blast. In particular, Paul Daly was very notably excited for the, this next match, which was Kurt Angle versus Jeff Hardy in our main event in our third Bound for Glory series match of the night, and also the by far the best match of the night, in my opinion, which Jeff Hardy won after a second Swanton had hit. These two have just... They had two pay-per-view matches earlier this year that were both very, very good. I would even go as far as to say great. And they've had a couple other really good matches in the past, in 2010. They just have absolutely fantastic chemistry. I know that some people are not necessarily high on Kurt Angle matches in TNA just because they typically turn into finisher fests usually, but that doesn't, that doesn't take away from the fact that they're usually all very fun all the same. And this one was being no exception. It was very competitive, very back and forth. Um, uh, both men got to hit uh, pretty much everything in their arsenal. Crowd was absolutely on fire for this match. They were actually the crowd in general was actually very hot throughout the night. They were very hot for this match and Storm and Van Dam and even AJ and Joe too. So really thumbs up for this match and definitely would go out of my way to check it out if you have and especially if you're a fan of these two. Um, we then had, after the match, uh, Borash got in the ring and was calling out the final five of the Bound for Glory series, which are James Storm, Samoa Joe, Rob Van Dam, Bully Ray, and Jeff Hardy. And Storm has already promised a spot because of how much of a lead that he has currently, so next week we are actually going to be getting Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe 
and we are getting Bully Ray versus Rob Van Dam, which both actually are both should likely be very good. We then had Austin Aries come out, and he was looking to fight Aces and Aids uh, and uh, get his revenge on them for last week. Hogan and Sting came out to, to the stage, followed by Bully Ray, James Storm, Joe, Hardy, and AJ. And Hogan says they're only here for support. And if Aces and Aids are what they say are they are, then he wants to have a bloodbath right here and now. Aces and Aids came out to enter, and Aries was ready to fight them. And Aries actually said that he wanted the ugly one. And then one of them managed to come down to the ring, and we then had a huge brawl breakout. Uh, actually, a much more concise brawl than the one that we had last week, which seemingly lasted 10 years. But this one was all around ringside. Um, we then had one guy get in the ring, and he actually pulled out, I believe, a flapjack and had hit Aries in the back of the head with it, knocking him out. And then all the all the uh, Aces and Aids fled to the back as the remainder of the people that came out uh, checked on Aries' status, which after the after the show had gone off the air, uh, Aries managed to get to his feet after Raid informed him that he was laid out by the flapjack, and, uh, and then Aries was able to get to the back via his own composure, so... Overall, actually, a very enjoyable impact. I mean, all three big matches that they had on the show all delivered, I felt. And the, really, even the stuff that didn't focus on in-ring action, which was really just the opening promo and then the main event promo, which focused on Aces and Aids, I thought was good stuff. And, I mean, really, like I said, uh, the other three matches, Van Damme, Storm was good, AJ and Joe was good, even if I wish that it had gotten a bit more time, and Angle and Hardy was a whole lot of fun, and really the main match I would go out of my way to check out, but I'd go out of my way to check out all three, honestly. And then also even we got more continuation with the Joey Ryan stuff, so there was a lot of stuff to enjoy on Impact tonight. So if you have not gone out of your way to check it out, and you have it on DVR, definitely a show worth seeking out. And until next week, we actually, uh, one more thing I should mention is the fact that actually we are now uh, over a little over a week out from No Surrender, and they actually don't have a single match announced. Granted, they will get two matches announced for the pay-per-view following the Bound for Glory series match results next week, but to have a pay-per-view a uh, week out and then seemingly not have a single match in store is sort of rough, but I don't want to discredit them after putting on a rather good TV show tonight, so... Definitely go out of your way to check out this Impact, and that wraps it up for five impactful minutes or so for this week. My name is JP Nichols. I will talk to you all again very soon.